right back after our first commercial break. Fireplace or existing fireplace remodel by Hitzer will surely make your fireplace the centerpiece of your home that it's designed to be. Contact the professionals at Hitzer to talk about gas, wood, and anthracite fireplace options. Want to update the old brick fireplace you've always had? Stop by Hitzer to see barn beam mantles, custom wood mantles, stone veneer, and wood cabinets. Hitzer, your local fireplace design and patio experts. 269 East Main Street in Burn. Come to Decatur Hardware and Rental in Decatur Plaza for rental equipment that make quick work of big projects. We have a Mahindra tractor with loader and backhoe, tiller or grader box attachment, or a skid loader with bucket or breaker attachment. Need to get rid of stumps, dig a trench, or post holes? We have equipment for that. Your locally owned hardware store in the same location for 46 years. Decatur Hardware and Rental in the Decatur Plaza, your do-it-best store. Here's some straight talk about insurance from auto owners. You may think eliminating the middleman will save you money. When it comes to insurance, you eliminate a lot more. Like the personal service that comes from dealing with a local agent. Someone who lives in your community, who knows you and your insurance needs, and will be there for you when you need them. For the best rates and coverage, call your local independent auto owner's agent. See Mark, Toby, or me, Barb, at Graber Insurance, Highway 27 North and Burn and North 13th Street in Decatur. Adams Memorial Hospital's surgical team includes Dr. Jennifer Taylor, board certified in general surgery, and nurse practitioner Amanda Selking. Dr. Taylor performs general surgery, including laparoscopic procedures such as hernia repairs, gallbladder, skin cancer, and breast surgeries, colonoscopies, and colon and rectal procedures. Dr. Taylor's office is in the Adams Medical Complex. To schedule an appointment, call 260-728-3982. Adams Memorial Hospital. Exceptional care. Close to you. Welcome back to Hitzer Stowe's Fireplaces and Outdoor Patio Solutions High School Sports Weekly. And now we're joined by the head coach of the Belmont Braves, Mr. Jonathan Felling. Welcome to the show, Jonathan. Thank you, Randy. Great to be here. Uh, first winning season for Belmont in a number of years. Uh, did you meet your team goals? How do you feel looking back, reflecting upon the season? Well, there are so many things to look at and, and to try to figure out if we if we accomplished some of our goals or not. We were talking as a team, you know, before the season even started, as we were doing through our, going through our summer workouts and and trying to figure out individually what were some goals, what were some team goals, obviously to improve upon the way we started last year. Uh, and I think as a, as a whole, um, we did accomplish a lot of things that we were setting out to do to comp to accomplish, but. Um, I think there were some things that uh, we'd like to have a couple shots, maybe to a couple of teams that we played that maybe we didn't play as well as we thought we would or should have. Um, obviously, the sectional didn't end the way that we wanted it to. Um, it would have been nice for this group of seniors. I talked to them after the game a little bit, which is tough to do, um, and explain to them I wish there was something tangible they could take with them uh, after this season was over. But I think eventually, whether it comes, and, and, and this is something I told them, whether it comes in two weeks or two years or 10 years, I think they're going to look back and realize that they kind of put the stamp on Belmont basketball finally turning the corner uh, and getting back to where it's supposed to be. Yeah, I, I, when I lived in Decatur back in the late 80s, Belmont was a traditional power, and uh, uh, every game you went in there with knowing or thinking that Belmont's going to win this game, and that hasn't been the case the last few years. But it's good to see the progress that came about this year, and like you said, it might be turning the corner, a stepping stone, a building block, whatever you want to call it for future Belmont teams. I agree with that. I can remember, too, being about that time in the late 80s. I was in junior high, and, and I can remember coming into Belmont, and it was packed, and, and, and watching the guys play. I remember watching John Lights and those guys and Gary Andrews and, and watching them. And after games, sometimes they would have little autograph sessions, and we'd take our Belmont painter caps, and we'd go down and get them signed. And, and it was just that atmosphere that was just unbelievable. And, and it's been a long time coming, and I think these guys – you know, with, with uh, the amount of support we had from the community uh, and the band and the, the great job they did in our student section, I, I think people finally started to take notice of it and we're, and we're back to, to where it's, it's fun and exciting and it's like, hey, when does Belmont have their next home game? Yeah, and the student section did a great job this year. It, it, it's a reflection upon uh, school spirit if I'm looking into it right. But I remember a game back there when Kip Jones was playing and he was playing basically on one leg. He'd hurt his leg and it was against – of all people, Heritage. Uh, and Heritage had a really good team. Uh, Jim Kanapke, uh, Gary Lepper, a bunch of the guys. Yeah, yeah. And uh, 
Jones on one leg scored 42 points, and <laughs> Belmont won the game in, in over, either overtime or double overtime. I can't remember right now. Yeah. That's been a long time ago. That has. I, I, I'm sure I was probably there, uh, but it's one that I can't, I can't recall. So as a coach, you want to say a few things collectively about this uh, senior class of yours? Yeah, I tell you what. Um, one of the most difficult things for me, uh, and, and sometimes it's a good thing and sometimes it's a bad thing, is obviously I don't, I don't teach at Belmont. So I don't see these guys throughout the day, which, which sometimes is a negative because I'd like to see what's going on with their day and how things are going and just to let them know that I'm keeping my eye on them. But at the same time, there are days that, you know, it's probably not a good thing or it's, it's a good thing that I don't see them uh, because of maybe a practice we had or a game that we had. And it's probably the same for them. They would probably like to see me more sometimes. And there are days where it's like, I'm glad coach doesn't teach here as well because it's bad enough to see him at practice, let alone all day. Um, but uh, that, that's one of the drawbacks. And, and it's difficult to, to, to be able to be at one school and, and, and to teach all day there and then to try to get everything in order to come. But I tell you what, my staff does a great job of – of being there before I'm there to get things going and get things rolling and get practice started if we need to. Um, but the group that we have right here, um, I wish I was able to spend a little more time with them just just on the ride down. They're a, they're a funny group. I mean, they, they're, they're a group that's, that's fun to be around. Um, and, and I wish I had that opportunity a little bit more to see them in the halls and not just always see them on the basketball court when it's, you know, business time, so to speak. It's it's nice to see them let down their guard at times, and, and I don't get an opportunity really to see that a lot because it's either practice or it's 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 game or it's uh, film or it's you know one of those things, and it's never just in the classroom setting, in the hallway, them being high school students, you know, and and that's that's something that I wish maybe down the road if, if something could happen could change that I could be, but you know right now I, I have to you know do what I do and and teach at one place and coach at the other, but it's a it's a really good group of seniors and. Uh, uh, I think that uh, their ability to stick with this in terms of what they've experienced from freshmen all the way to seniors speaks volumes of them. And your situation is a little bit more unique than I, I've known some coaches who've taught in one school and, and coached in another, but you're in two entirely different school systems. Yeah, it makes it a little tricky even with when you have breaks. There are days where uh, East Allen will be off or North Adams will be off or we do have this, the situational early releases on Wednesdays, which helps out. But, you know, there are days where, you know, one school is canceled and the other one has a two-hour delay or vice versa, and you're trying to figure out, okay, when can we practice? Well, I can't because I'm still in school all day. They'd like to go early or vice versa. And it just it makes it tricky sometimes. Yeah. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself there, Jonathan, just remind our listeners uh, – how long you've been coaching basketball, where all you've coached, and uh, even take us back to your uh, your playing days. Yeah, if my, if my mind works that well. Uh, I graduated from Belmont uh, in 91, uh, and Coach Kevin Lysing obviously was my coach. Um, and uh, after high school, uh, had a couple of real small offers to play basketball, but I was kind of done with it. Uh, I went to Ball State for about a year and a half and uh, managed to uh, come back and visit my girlfriend at the time, who's now my wife, she had uh, com uh, completed her first semester at St. Francis and was playing at St. Francis. And uh, I was up over there on, on Christmas break and um, they had open gym running and I had my gear with me. And so I, I played some open gym with the St. Francis guys. And long story short, one of the coaches asked if I'd come back in a week and, and maybe play for St. Francis. So I, I did decided to do that. And in two weeks, I was going through two days and uh, Played in my first game uh, after Christmas break at Manchester where Coach Alford was coaching and happened to see John Lights on the court there that day. And uh, after, uh, after playing four years at St. Francis, uh, got my teaching degree and uh, started teaching at Columbia City High School uh, where I was on Coach Chris Benedict's staff um, for those years that I was there, all seven years. And um, two of us on that staff uh, after that seventh year actually both came to Heritage, Dave Parker uh, took the boys' job at Heritage in an art teaching position and, and called me the next day while I was down at the coaches' clinic and said, hey, uh, there's a girls' position open well as a biology teaching position if you'd think you want it. So I called, uh, I, I called Heritage and talked to their athletic director at the time, Larry America, and he said, honestly, we're kind of done with interviews, but if you can come in on Monday, we'll give you one. So I managed to, to take a day off of school and went on a Monday and interviewed for the Heritage girls' job and, and got that and uh, coached the girls for about six or seven years and about that time, uh, our kids were getting involved with sports, and we had three little ones that were uh, going every which way, and I uh, decided that I'd had enough coaching and uh, went ahead and uh, stopped coaching at the high school level, uh, did some things at the elementary level at Winnikin where my kids were in school, and then uh, 
the Belmont position wasn't something that I was ever planning. Uh, I was asked by uh, Dale Manis to uh, be on the board to uh, find the next uh, coach for Belmont. And uh, we had a couple of good candidates, and, and both, both of those kind of fell through. So I came back home and uh, talked with my wife a little bit and said, uh, this might be something I want to get back into, and talked to my son a little bit to see if he was okay with that because that can be a uh, kind of a trying time when dad's the coach, and uh, they both said go for it. So uh, this is kind of where I'm at now. And uh, been teaching now at Heritage, I believe, for 15 years, and then this is my second year now at Belmont Coaching. Okay, and when you were in high school, last question before we go to a break, how were your Belmont teams? Were they successful? Did you win sectional? What what, what kind of happened? Yeah, um, I didn't play varsity till my junior year, and there were only two juniors on the varsity that year, myself and Chris Kroll. Um, we had a, a really solid senior class with Dan Lehrman and Stuart Sheets, and Keith Bly was playing up as a um, as a sophomore at the time. Jake Hake, Matt Wilder, Chris Kukulhan, Phil Vogelweed, um, Todd McBride. Um, we had a really a really solid team, and I think we'd only lost three or four games my junior year. Uh, unfortunately, um, I think uh, one was to uh, Homestead uh, in the conference tournament. One was to Norwell, I think, to win conference. Uh, and then we got beat uh, by South Adams, the notorious when the lights went off in the Stardome. Um, uh, we got beat in the sectional down there and uh, didn't have anything in my junior year to show for the great record that we had. And then my senior year, uh, I think we finished 14 and 14 and 10 or 13 and nine. Uh, we won conference, and we also won sectional that year. Okay. Congratulations. We'll be right back after these messages. Your sight is precious. Your eye care professional invaluable. Dr. Alan Harshman's Adams County Vision Center is conveniently located at 815 South 13th Street at Indicator. Dr. Harshman's experience combined with state-of-the-art technology assures you the finest eye care available. Dr. Harshman's Adams County Vision Center offers the latest in contact lenses and frames. Dr. Harshman and his staff look forward to seeing you for all your eye care needs. Call 724-4111. Welcome home. A new chapter doesn't mean you have to rewrite your entire life story. It only means you're ready to move forward into a lifestyle that's tailored to your needs and ambitions. At Adams Woodcrest, they go to great lengths to make your transition to a new and exciting lifestyle easy and carefree. Choose from one or two bedroom villas or apartments. Call or visit today. Adams Woodcrest, 1300 Mercer Avenue in Decatur, member Adams Health Network. Our dedicated professional staff can move your sorta idea into print reality. Hi, this is Greg Kitson from Mind's Eye Graphics at 1019 West Commerce Drive, Decatur. And I know how sometimes you know what your screen printing should look like, but well, how do you get that image on a shirt or a blanket or a towel? Here at Mind's Eye Graphics, we make your idea real. Stop and talk to one of our staff, because if you can see it in your mind's eye, we can print it. Did a monkey pick your pocket and steal your keys? Did a bullmoose scare you and run off with your keys? Did a ghost spook you and cause you to drop your keys down a sewer grate? Did the National Guard run over your keys with a tank? If any of this happened to you, or if you just need some lock work done, a safe combination change, or some keys made, then call Bob's Locksmith Shop. That's Bob's Locksmith Shop at 724-3359, Adams County's only full-time locksmith. Welcome back to Hitcher Stowe's Fireplaces and Outdoor Patio Solutions High School Sports Weekly. We're going to look now back at the week that was, and we're going to start out with the boys' basketball sectionals in 1A at Westdell, Liberty Christian 73, Westdell 71, Southern Wells 74, Anderson Prep 50. In the semifinals, it was Liberty Christian 66 over Daleville 63. Southern Wells defeated Cowan 78-49, to and in the championship game, Southern Wells 63 and Liberty Christian 54. Southern Wells now with a record of 11 and 14 travels to take on North Vermilion, a team of 19 and 8, and also Randolph Southern and Lafayette Central Catholic are in that regional. In 2A at Eastside, it was Eastside 54, or excuse me, it was Cherbusco 58, Eastside 54. It was Canterbury Canterbury 48, South Adams 37. In the semifinals, it was Adam Central beating Eastside 54 to 42, and Bluffton taking out Cherbusco 61 to 48. In the championship game, it was Bluffton 44, Adam Central 38. Adam Central ends its season with a record of 14 and 11. 
Advancing to the regional is Bluffton with a record of 9-15. and They'll be taking on the number one ranked team in the state, the Westview Warriors, who are 24-5, and and that regional is at North Judson. The other two teams are Marquette Catholic and Bowman Academy. An interesting thing about Westview, who is ranked number one, they have five losses on the season, and all five losses are to 4A teams. They lost to Warsaw, 50-47, Center Grove, 48-43, Valparaiso, 58-55, East Noble, 71-64, and Concord, 49-47. So Westview's five losses are by a combined 20-point total, and they were all, again, to 4A ranked teams. They were 2-0 against 1A teams. They were 12-0 against 2A teams, 7-0 against 3A teams, and 2-5 against 4A ranked teams. In 3A sectional play at Belmont, it was Norwell 60, Mississinawa 40, Heritage 61, Fort Wayne Lures 50. In the semifinals, it was Marion 55, Norwell 30. Norwell ends this season with a record of 14-10, and and it was Heritage 50, Belmont 48. Belmont ends its season at 14-9. and nine. In the final, it was Marion 66, Heritage 40. Marion advances, advances to regional play where they will take on Angola. Marion's record is 17-7, Angola 20-5. And, and the second game will be Delta, number one ranked team in 3A, 26-0, taking on 15-9, Tippecanoe Valley. And we'll get your guys' opinions on those, uh, those games in a minute. In 4A action at DeKalb, it was Fort Wayne North at 41, Carroll 31. Dwinger 59, Snyder 46, East Noble 74, Northside 32. In the semifinals, it was Northrop 63, DeKalb 42, East Noble 60, Dwinger 50. In the championship game, it was Northrop 77, East Noble 66. In the regional, Northrop will take on Carmel, while Huntington North takes on Zinesville with uh, former Belmont coach uh, Sean Busick at the helm. In the other 4A sectional at Wayne High School, it was Huntington North 48, Homestead 34 in a, a first-round upset of, of sorts. Muncie Central 58, Columbia City 42, Wayne 50, Jay County 42. Semifinal action, Huntington North 53, Fort Wayne South 32, Fort Wayne Wayne 66, Muncie Central 63. In the final, it was Huntington North 51, Wayne 40. In regional action, it's Northrop against Carmel and Huntington North against Zionsville. Also last week, the indoor track season started. High school track season got underway this past weekend, and Adams County teams took part in two separate meets. Belmont and Adams Central were at Purdue-Fort Wayne, and South Adams was at Ball State. Belmont's Ryan, Ryan Norby scored three top eight finishes at Purdue, winning the long jump in 22 feet 4 inches. He was second in the high jump at 6 foot 4 inches and eighth in the 60-meter dash at 7.38. Noah Zimmerman was fifth in the high jump for Belmont at 5 foot 8. Lucas Jericke was 8th in the pole vault at 10 feet 6 inches. The Braves were 6th in the 4x800 in 8 minutes 31 seconds, 8 minutes and 31 seconds, 7th in the distance medley relay in 12 minutes 18 seconds, and 8th in the 4x400 in 3 minutes 45 seconds. Miami Hankinson was 3rd in the pole vault for Belmont's girls at 9 feet even. She was also 5th. Did I pronounce that name right, fellas? Okay. At at uh, 9 feet even. She was also 5th in the 60-meter hurdles at 10.36. Grace Nelson was 4th in pole vault at 8 foot 6 inches. Gabby Birch was 8th in the shot put at 32 feet 7 inches. And the Belmont 4 by 400 relay team was 4th in 4 minutes 30 seconds. Adam Central's Marissa Vandeweg was 6th in the 60-meter hurdles at Purdue-Fort Wayne in 10.41. Allie Smith scored a pair of runner-up finishes for South Adams as it competed at Ball State. She was second in the 60-meter dash in 8.18 and runner-up in the long jump at 14 feet 10 inches. Kaylee Patch was second in the 3,200 in 13 minutes 5 seconds, and Mackenzie Sherwood was third in 13 minutes 8 seconds. Shaylin Bowman was fourth in the shot put at 31 feet 1 inch. Hannah Beitler took sixth in the 60-meter hurdles in 11.23. The Starfires were second in the distance medley relay in 14.55 and third in the 4 by 200 in 2 minutes and two seconds. Sam Martinez was fourth in the 3200 for the South Adams boys in 10.52. Race Anderson finished seventh in the 3200 in 11.27. And Clancy McIntyre was eighth in 11.27.63. Dario Banuelos was fifth in the shot put at 44 feet, 10.5 inches. Carter Lewis was sixth at 42 feet, 11 inches. And Zach Loshi seventh in 41 feet, 7 inches. 
South Adams took sixth in the distance medley relay in 13 minutes, 7 seconds, 0.85, and seventh in the 4x800 in 10.1847. And normally we talk only about high school sports, but tonight we are going to talk about one collegiate event that took place, and that is where Indiana Tech senior Sawyer Miller scored his only takedown in a championship match against Life University's Randy McCray in overtime and earned a 4-2 sudden victory to claim the 125-pound national title. I said national title at the NAIA Wrestling National Championship meet Saturday in Des Moines, Iowa. So congratulations, Sawyer, on that great accomplishment. So now we're going to go back to the Belmont boys basketball team and head coach Jonathan Filling, and he's going to tell us who his players are that we're going to be talking to tonight. Well, Randy, I, I brought five of them with me tonight. Uh, I figured the more I would bring, the more they could talk, and the less I would have to. So uh, basically, we have uh, the starting five from this year. We've got our junior, Cade Filling, uh, and then our seniors, Peyton Boyd, Brady Manus, Aaron Lehrman, and Jordan Filling. Okay, why don't you pass the mic down there, and we'll start with Peyton. So, Peyton, that okay we're starting with you? Yeah, it's fine. Why don't you tell us uh, who your parents are, and uh, tell us your favorite subject in school and your least favorite subject in school. Right. My mom's Terry Boyd. My dad's Mike Boyd. Um, my favorite subject in school is history, and my least favorite is probably math. Okay, well, my favorite subject is history as well, so I'll just ask you a history question. Right. If you could go to Europe and visit one country, which country would you go to? France. France, why? Paris. Paris. Okay, well, I lived in Europe for 15 years. I don't know if you know that or not. But uh, I've been to Paris a few times. It's not my favorite city, but it's, it's okay. It's okay. But if you take a train ride about two hours out of Paris, you'll be at one of my favorite places, Normandy. And it's, it's just a great historical place to be. So what are your, what are your plans after school? I'm going to go to Ball State and study education. To teach history? Yep, oh. teach history. <laughs> Typical uh, PE teacher, maybe. <laughs> A lot of PE teachers teach, end up teaching history, or coaches end up teaching history. All right, I'll come back to you once you pass it on there. Tell us who you are and who your parents are and uh, same things, favorite subject, least favorite subject. Um, I'm Cade Filling. Um, my dad's Jonathan Filling, and my mother's uh, Michelle Filling. And my brain has just remembered something. Peyton, what's your least favorite subject? Math. Math, yeah. okay. Right, so now I do my favorite subject? Yep. Probably history. And least favorite is probably math. Yeah. Same thing. Same thing. Okay. Same question for you. If you could go to a country in Europe, which one would you go to? Ireland. Oh, that's that's a great answer. Did you know that's where I lived? I did not. Oh yeah, I lived there for 15 years in Dublin. Huh? Great city. A lot of history. <laughs> and St. Patrick's Day is coming up. It's true. Yeah. So that's good. We can talk about Ireland more. Okay. <laughs> And your pl uh, your plans are to go back to high school next year, right? Uh, yes, sir. You're not you're Continue. not going to skip a year and fast forward to college. Nope, I'm not planning on it. Okay, and you're obviously a basketball player. Do you play other sports? I play football. Okay, and are you looking forward to that? Uh, yeah. Okay, in a sense, yes. Pass her on down here. Tell us who you are and your parents, and then we'll go to your your subjects. All right, I'm Brady Manus. My parents are Dale and, Dale and Cheryl Manus. Um, my least favorite subject is probably math. And my favorite subject is probably economics. Economics. So tell me how my investments are going to do. You can't, you can't predict that. You can't do that? Be a lot of rich people if you predict that. Now, are you, are you familiar with uh, Business Professionals of America? No, I'm not. No, okay. I'll talk to you about that off the air. But what's, You said math, math is your least favorite to you? Yeah, calculus. Okay, and what are your plans for next year? I'm going to IU to study business. Kelly School of Business, is that yeah. what it is? Yeah. And while you're at IU, you're going to have a chance to watch some sports. And I'll just tell you, go watch a baseball game and go watch a softball game. The complexes are just immaculate, immaculate. If you could visit somewhere in Europe, where would you visit? I would probably say Paris as well. Paris as well. well I, got, I have to educate you guys better. Okay, and next – who are you and who are your parents? Um, I'm Jordan Filling. My parents are Dean and Mendy Filling. Okay. Are you related to Jonathan? Um, probably distantly. All the fillings are related, like typically. And are, are, all, are all the fillings affiliated with the Lutheran Church? Yeah, for the most yeah, part. Okay. I remember back in the olden days, I used to referee a softball league that was all, all Lutheran softball teams. Yeah, in Hoagland? Yeah, Hoagland. Yep. Yeah, those great days. Okay. 
Favorite subject? Uh, my favorite subject's probably science. Math. Come on, I need to have one math guy. Sorry. No. Science. And your least favorite? English. English. Mm. Okay, not math. You kind of like math? It's okay at times. I'm pretty good at it, so. Okay. And what what are your, what are your plans for the future? Um, I'm going to attend Indiana University and study medicine. To be a doctor? Orthopedic surgeon. Oh, I have I have two bad shoulders. Look okay. me up in about 15 years. Something like if that. I'm still, if I'm still alive. Okay. Um, I'm Aaron Lehrman. Uh, my parents are Mike and Mindy Lehrman. Uh, and what's your favorite subject in school? Uh, I'm a big English guy. Shout out Mr. Heim. Oh, very good. There you go. We're going to do shout outs later as well. And what's your least favorite? Uh, probably math. Calculus. Specifically. Specifically okay. calculus. Okay. And your plans for the future? Uh, I plan on to attend Ball State. I haven't really decided what I'm going to study there, though. Okay. What are you interested in? Uh, I was thinking probably business. Okay. Well, we'll stay with you. Keep you on the mic here. Favorite country? What country you want to visit? I guess it doesn't have to be Europe either. <laughs> it's a continent. Um, anyways. Yeah, Scotland's in Europe. I feel like I want to visit Ireland. Okay. Seems interesting. Okay. Dublin, Ireland. So I'll ask you guys a question here, and you're going to start just to see how smart you are. Okay. <coughs> oh, no. Since we're talking about Ireland, is it true that there are one or two countries on the island of Ireland? You know, Ireland's an island. Yeah, one country. One? Jordan? I say two. Two? Brady? Two. Two? Cade? Two? Peyton? Two? Jonathan? I'm going to defer to the boys. Okay, yeah. There's there's two. There's two. <laughs> Ireland is a uh, an island, and at the very top of Ireland, there's six counties, and they belong to the United Kingdom. So, yeah. So we're going to stay here with you, Mr. Lehrman, and uh, tell us tell us a little bit about uh, your basketball season from your perspective, how you how you feel you did personally, and and maybe something you could have improved on. Um, well, as far as three straight losing seasons, it was nice to have, finally have a winning season. So that's a good thing. That's an accomplishment I'm kind of proud of. And uh, individually, I think I could have done better, but for the most part, I think I did what I wanted to do. I was able to help the team in a way that I wanted to help them. Okay. And what what were what was your stat line? Do you know? Uh, uh, oh, that's a good uh, team player. Pass the mic on there. Same question for you. The season, how you felt you played, you know, things you can improve on. Well, uh, at the beginning of the year in the summer workouts, I talked to Coach Sauer, and I told him we're going to get 15 plus ones this season. And we fell one game short, but we finally got a winning season. We're getting this program back on track with the program in coach's hands. I have all the faith in the world in him. <coughs> and individually, I played my role. I did what, what I needed to do each game and just worked hard every single game, even if the stat line doesn't show every game, but just gave it my all. And what was your stat line? Do you know? No clue. No clue. I, I like that. I like that. Pass it on there. Okay, same question for you. Um, as a team, I'm very proud of uh, the uh, record we put up this year, seeing as we haven't done that in 14 years, I think. And individually, um, I wanted to work on my leadership going into the year, and then I think from freshman year up until senior year, I've become a better, way better leader, and I take pride in being a good leader. Well, my cohort who's not here tonight, Mr. Bob Adams, and for you listeners out there, he had knee replacement surgery today. One of the things that he said continuously when we saw Belmont play, I can't believe the difference I saw in Brady Manus, and that's a compliment. And, and, and leadership skills were one of those things that were definitely noticed by him, Noticed by myself and noticed by others. And do you know your stat lines? No idea. Oh, you're a good man. All right. Well, I know this guy's the leading scorer, right? Yes. And he's coming back next year. Yeah. So the only one who's coming back next year, what what would be – I mean, what do, you, what do you take out of this season to carry over in your off-season preparations for, for your senior year? Um, like all the uh, previous guys said, I think we uh, – we met something that we uh, wanted to accomplish at the beginning of the year. We wanted to uh, 
<clears throat> be able to change the culture. And I think that we have succeeded in doing that this past year. Um, as for going into uh, next season, um, I'm going to have to work on my leadership skills. And so I kind of took note of what he was doing this season, and I'm going to apply that to the offseason and get the guys, the sophomores and the juniors like me in my class coming up because we're going to need uh, more contributors next year. So I'm going to try and step into that leadership role. And how many varsity players do you guys have coming back for next year? From the the sectional roster, we'll lose easily have eight from the sectional roster. About eight. That's that's a good nucleus to build on. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. So. Any dynamic uh, freshman to be coming up? Well, we're hoping, but uh, we'll wait and see. Okay. Yeah. So. And uh, yeah, pass the mic. I'm down to Peyton. So Peyton, uh, what what things this season did you feel like you were able to accomplish, and uh, maybe something that you wish you would have worked harder on, or gotten better at, or? Um, as a team, I think we got we accomplished our goals that we wanted to do. It was just a winning season. And I think I mean we were all pretty bummed about like our previous seasons so it was just a big deal to come out and win so it was a big difference from your first three seasons to your senior year oh yeah big and what what do you attribute that to I think I think these past two years I think we just bought in more just kind of like we just trusted the coaches and we're just like well we might as well do this I mean if we if we, if we want to do it right then we might as well do it you know okay so question for all of you one more question and then we'll go to another break what legacy do you want to leave behind as a Belmont basketball player just a guy that went out there and worked hard every time. Just, you know, never gave up. Okay. We'll save that question for you for next year. Pass that on down here to the senior. What what legacy do you want to leave behind for maybe the, the underclassmen coming up or even elementary kids coming up? Um, I think this group set a good example for all the uh, younger kids. Like down the line when I think Belmont will be a powerhouse again, I want, I want to be known as the uh, – program that showed the group that showed those kids how to uh, work hard and what it does and what it takes to win and I think it'll uh, feel good okay Jordan what legacy do you want to leave behind uh, I want us to be like the epitome of hard work we're not the most talented group we're not the biggest group not the strongest most athletic but we worked hard every single day whether it's practice or games and we looked up at whenever we we're playing sectionals we saw little kids just lined up on the railing just watching us and it's pretty neat to see because we know that's our future, and we got to show a good example for them. Oh, great, Aaron. What about you? What legacy you want to leave behind? <clears throat> I would just like to be this, known as a team that turned everything around. So back, so in the future, when Ben was back to those twenty win seasons, we'll be known as a team that's sort of getting it in that direction again. Okay, we'll be right back after these messages. What is the centerpiece in your home this winter? A new gas fireplace or existing fireplace remodel by Hitzer will surely make your fireplace the centerpiece of your home that it's designed to be. Contact the professionals at Hitzer to talk about gas, wood, and anthracite fireplace options. Want to update the old brick fireplace you've always had? Stop by Hitzer to see barn beam mantles, custom wood mantles, stone veneer, and wood cabinets. Hitzer, your local fireplace design and patio experts. 269 East Main Street in Burn. Are you doing some home improvements? Come to Decatur Hardware and Rental in the Decatur Plaza for a rental equipment to make your project easier. For concrete work, we have a power trowel, concrete finish tools, and walk-behind concrete saws. For yard projects, rent a sod cutter, an overseeder, or aerator. Installing pavers? Use the plate compactor and block saw. Your locally owned hardware store in the same location for 46 years. Decatur Hardware and Rental in the Decatur Plaza. Your do-it-best store. Here's some straight talk about insurance from auto owners. You may think eliminating the middleman will save you money. When it comes to insurance, you eliminate a lot more. Like the personal service that comes from dealing with a local agent. Someone who lives in your community, who knows you and your insurance needs, and will be there for you when you need them. For the best rates and coverage, call your local independent auto owner's agent. See me, Mark, Toby, or Barb at Graber Insurance, Highway 27 North and Burn and North 13th Street in Decatur. Orthopedic care close to home at Adams Memorial Hospital with Dr. David Coates and his staff, specializing in orthopedic care from joint replacement surgery to treating sports-related injuries and much more. Dr. David Coates is board certified in orthopedics and treats patients of all ages. With joint replacement surgery, knee and shoulder disorders and surgery, fractures and sprains, hand problems and more. Call 728-3900 for additional info or to set an appointment. Adams Memorial. Exceptional care. Close to you. 
Welcome back to Hitcher Stoves, Fireplaces, and Outdoor Patio Solutions High School Sports Weekly. I'm Randy Fudge, and we're joined again by the head coach of the Belmont Braves, Mr. Jonathan Filling. And Jonathan, just uh, in a a few moments here, share some things that you have on that uh, that sheet you're looking at. Well, you asked the guys, uh, you know, if they knew their stat lines or some of their greatest accomplishments or their legacy they wanted to leave behind. Um, These guys are pretty modest when it comes to that stuff, but. when you look at each one of them individually, they each brought something pretty spectacular to this team. Um, Peyton didn't mention it, but Peyton, uh, his junior year uh, during the summer, <laughs> we were having one of our first open gyms, and I was standing about right underneath the basket, and he came in for a, a layup, and uh, all of a sudden came down, and all I heard was, coach, 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 and I looked, and his leg was one direction, and his ankle was completely the opposite, and I'd never seen anything like that in my life, and uh, so one of my assistant coaches was there, and I said, hey, hold his ankle, I'm going to go find somebody. And long story short, he ended up dislocating it and fractured it and couldn't get a hold of mom and dad. So we took him to the hospital and, and, and stayed there the entire time while they put it back into place. And he finally gets back and, and is starting to get healthy. And then he breaks his thumb in the, in the, in the winter tournament that we had. Our, and and uh, it was nice to have Peyton Boyd healthy this year. Um, his, his job the entire season was, as long as it was a guard on the other team, uh, their best player, Peyton, was going to guard him. And he did an outstanding job every single time his name was called to guard that individual and did a great job with it. With Brady, I know he talked about his leadership skills, and they were so far better than what they've been in the past because it was something he really worked on. Uh, and, and he was modest, too, at his statistics. Uh, he had over 120 assists for us this year. Very, very good at distributing the basketball when it needed to be. I mean, he's the responsibility, or he's the reason why Cade and Aaron averaged the points that they did for us was because they got the ball because Brady got it to them. Uh Aaron, when he steps on the floor, is probably one of the most athletic persons or players that you'll have on the court. Uh, and his last game he played against Heritage, he had 18 rebounds. And it's just, you know, one of those stat lines. It's like, man, if and when Aaron decides to play hard, I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. Whether it's on the baseball field or the football field or the basketball court, he just has that natural ability. And you said if and when. Yeah. <laughs> there are times. And, and it was a great conversation I had with Aaron. We had a senior meeting about uh, – three weeks before the season was getting into sectional play. And I knew they were tired. I mean, it's a long season. You're in this thing for four months with practices and games. And and I asked him, I said, are you tired of basketball? And he said, yeah, coach, honestly, I'm a little bit. But kind of goes that way with all my seasons. I said, I, can I have you buy in for two more weeks? And his answer was, yeah, I, I'm, I'm in for two more weeks. And he was. And, and and those are the things that you get out of Aaron. I mean, that's just the way Aaron is. And then with, 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 with Jordan, Jordan was expected to do a little bit different every night depending on who he played. He may have to guard the post. He may have to guard a guard. He may have to play inside. He may have to play outside. And, and one of the things that you don't see a stat line on a lot is charges. And Jordan led the team this year. He took 13 charges this year. And it was just one of those things where, look, when we have to play some of the bigger teams or, or try to get somebody in a foul trouble, one of the things we look at is, hey, we put you off ball. Maybe we can get some charges. And he was the guy that threw his body into all types of things. So these four seniors are just really, really quality guys. And I just wanted to make sure that I know they're not going to toot their own horn, but there are things that each one of them did that I don't know if we have guys in the program that can do what Peyton, Brady, Aaron, and Jordan did individually next year or the year after us. Uh, I think we got some guys that should try and need to try, uh, and if they do those things, they'll be just as successful as these guys were. But, but these four guys just brought something individually to this team that made us successful. Well, you dishing out the compliments there, and uh, it was a it was a real joy to watch them play. And it seemed to me now I'm. Not there, obviously, all the time. But it seemed to me like they actually like each other. You know, and that's the, that, that's the thing I mentioned on the ride down here. They do. They get along really well. They really do. And we've seen some teams this year and throughout the years sure. that they don't really like each other, and it shows up on the court. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. So would you would you share with us just a little bit more about their, their points and rebounds and things like that? Yeah, uh, the stats that I have for the for the end of the year, uh, Cade and Aaron were our leading scores uh, at uh, just over 16 and just over 10 a game for us this year. Uh, same thing, those two led us in rebounding at just over six and a half and five and a half. Um, 
Brady Brady averaged over seven points a game for us. Like I said, had over 120 assists and even rebounded at four rebounds a game for us this year. Uh, Jordan averaged almost seven points a game as well uh, and was kind of all over in terms of assists. He was second on the team in assists. He was second on the team in steals. Uh, he was fourth on the team in rebounds. And like I said, took 13 charges for, this, for us this year. And then Peyton's stat line isn't as gaudy or flashy, averaging about three points a game and, and, and uh, two or three rebounds a game. But one of the biggest games, and, and we talked about this after the fact, because we were playing DeKalb, and we beat DeKalb in a tight one in overtime. Uh, and they had a really good player that uh, led them in scoring most of the year. Uh, and Pate's job was to wear him out, wear him out, wear him out, wear him out. And uh, when this kid stepped up to the free throw line late in the game, normally he's a really good free throw shooter, he was one for four. Just didn't have his legs. And that's because of the things that Peyton does. So these guys have some things that show up on the stat sheet that's, that's pretty easy to see. His stuff is one of those things where unless you understand the game of basketball, uh, you don't know how important he was to get the other teams out of their comfort zone. Intangibles. Absolutely. Things you can't see in the box score. Yeah, great. Absolutely. So, Peyton, you're going to start. And I, share with us. Now, this doesn't necessarily have to be with basketball. But share with us uh, your most embarrassing moment in sports. Well, Coach touched on it, but. Uh, last year I broke my ankle, and I think that was probably the most embarrassing thing just because I was just sitting there in front of all my friends with my ankle sideways and people around me, like, you know, it was just, it just I, don't, I don't know. It was very it was very weird. Well, I don't like pain, but that yeah. sounds very painful. It didn't hurt. Like, it didn't I mean, hurt. It, I mean, it was just, like, more, like, shock that my ankle was sideways, and I was just like, well. What about when they good. put it back in place? Oh, that hurt. Yeah. And did that happen in Adams County? Yeah, I wouldn't consider that embarrassing, but uh, you, you 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 can think of something else, maybe different um, along those lines. I don't know. Let's get, what what what's one of your your greatest accomplishments in sports? One of the greatest accomplishments is probably the season. I think it's just it's just like so important to me that like that we we've had like this this huge run of being bad, and then we just like show up and we we prove to teams that we're we're good and that you have to play good to beat us, or or you're gonna get beat and. And that was just really fun to play. And what, do you know what, what your where you finished in the conference? Your record was? Yeah, we, we tied four fourth with New Haven. And what was the record? We were three and four. Three and four. Okay. Well, that's 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 a good accomplishment in any eight. So now you have to move up a rung. So pass her on there. We're going to let you participate, even though you're not a senior. Sounds What's your good. most embarrassing moment in sports? My most embarrassing uh, moment was probably this season. Uh, it was before our second home game, I believe. <laughs> um, <laughs> we were out on the floor doing shoot-arounds, and uh, Brady's dad, our athletic director, Dale Manis, he was uh, getting the floors all clean for the basketball game, making them um, not slippery. And I had my earbuds in, and I was getting zoned in for the game. I wasn't paying attention to anything. And apparently he had said, hey, um, watch out, the floor's slippery right here. And I did not hear that. So I was getting locked in, shooting, dribble moves, all that. And I go to step and I cross over and just like that, I slip, fall back, hit my hip and my knee right on the floor. <laughs> and I look around and everybody's like dying laughing. <laughs> and I'm like, well, what, what just happened? Why is the floor wet? And, and were you injured? Um, no, nah, other than my pride, but that was about it. I'm, I'm going to sneak in one of my stories here. Uh -huh. I did the similar thing in, in Ireland, and I stepped out on a deck. And on, you know how decks come up to the – there's a there's a lip where they go. Mm -hmm. And I stepped out and went flying through the air. <laughs> yes. And uh, I'm a big guy. And all my weight came down on my left shoulder. Oof. And I heard this shimmy. Well, I broke my shoulder in five places, Ooh. and it was embarrassing because there were like 40 elementary kids <laughs> around watching, and my wife, and at the same time, it hurt like crazy. Oof. So, yeah. yeah. So you're fortunate I that you fortunate. didn't break anything. Yeah, I didn't, yeah. What about your greatest accomplishment? Greatest accomplishment? I don't know. Um, I, Probably uh, making the varsity team last year as a sophomore. I, I consider that. A good accomplishment. Okay, good. Pretty proud of that. Good. So Brady, most embarrassing moment in sports? Um, mine was probably last year during the summertime. Uh, we had a big baseball game, and I was on deck, and it was my turn to go up and hit. And all the way up to the batter's box, I tripped and landed right on my face, right in front of all the fans. And I was getting laughed at, and then on top of it, I struck out that at bat. Oh, I was gonna. <laughs> I was hoping you were gonna say you went up there and then you hit a home run. No. no. What about the greatest accomplishment? 
Um, greatest accomplishment would probably be uh, earning uh, varsity letters all four years in both uh, basketball and baseball because uh, all the hard work and everything really paid off. Felt Very good. good. Very good. Okay, Jordan, most embarrassing moment. Uh, my most embarrassing moment probably came sophomore year. Um, it was against Columbia City in the sectional game in the very first <laughs> the very first uh, play. I go up and I was a sophomore, so I was like, "Wow, I'm gonna go dunk this," and I get rim stuffed. <laughs> and did did the people did your teammates laugh at you? Uh, I didn't really pay attention. Probably, I'm, I'm assuming they did. But they didn't. They didn't let you forget it, though, did they? Of course uh, not. What about your greatest accomplishment? Um, my greatest accomplishment is probably in soccer. We won sectionals back-to-back my sophomore and junior year. After not dressing varsity at all my uh, freshman year, I became a first-team NEA the last three years and became a starting defender and helped won two sectionals. Okay, very good. Aaron, what about you? Most embarrassing moment? Uh, let's see. Probably my freshman year, first game of the baseball season. First at bat, full count. Swung at a swung at a fastball, ended up tearing my hip flexor <laughs> and fractured my hip. And I remember I season a, was over. Yeah, season was over before it started. But anyways, uh I remember we were in a hurry at the hospital, so I had to get in the back of a pickup truck. So <laughs> that was a sight to see. Okay, great greatest accomplishment. Uh probably this year in football being a first team all conference wide receiver. Okay. And you said you're going to Ball State? Yeah. Any aspirations to walk on the football team? Actually, I've been thinking about it. It's just a consideration. Okay. I can put you in touch with a couple guys from Burn that walked on at Ball State, and that said it's one of the best choices they ever made. So, yeah. so we'll start back with you again here. We'll go back the other way, and then we'll, we'll uh, take another break. Um, what? What uh, one thing, one thing that you could tell a younger person, middle school or elementary student, one thing you could tell them in reference to in reference to sports or basketball, in specific. Um, probably just say don't mess around, take everything serious because it goes so fast and you don't realize it's till it's gone when it's you don't realize it's gone out. You, you don't know, know it's, it's yeah it's yeah yeah you know where I'm going with this. I do know where you're going. Jordan, what about you? What's one thing you could say? Um, one thing I think that helped me is since second grade, I've been on the AAU circuit with all my all my teammates here, actually, and it really helped us grow as a team because our team chemistry our senior year was just phenomenal, and we really grew w- with each other, and it really helped show this year that all our hard work paid off. So if you keep working hard and you stay with your team and you start that chemistry start that bond at a young age it's really going to show good one thing brady what would you say to some some young, uh, an elementary student uh, i'd say no matter what you play or what you do uh, enjoy every moment of it even even the parts you hate you'll look back and miss like running down the backs of practice you're going to miss it eventually and yeah just take it all in yeah and you hit you hit on something we haven't discussed tonight you have to enjoy what you're doing it, it, you have to enjoy what you're doing yeah what about you coach What's one thing you say to an elementary student? Take care of your studies. Uh, being the teacher, obviously these are all student athletes and student part comes first and responsibilities of the classroom and, and getting things done in the classroom. And, and one of the biggest things that we talk to our little kids about when we have our camps is make sure you always thank somebody. Um, you know, once, once you're done with camp, uh, thank mom or dad that brought you there. Thank grandma or grandpa that bought you, brought you there, you know, that spent the time waiting for you to get done with all of the practices that you put in. So I think the biggest thing is take care of your studies and then make sure you're always thanking someone uh, because there is someone that's making you or getting you to those places all those times. That's good. Cade? Um, I would probably have to say um, if you want to um, – if you want to – <laughs> okay, I'm gonna, I don't want to think how to word this. Uh, as long as you buy in and um, give everything you have, um, you're going to be happy with your uh, results. Okay, good. I'm a firm believer in that. Peyton? I would just say don't take your time for granted. I mean, high school is, like, really fun, and you have all this time to be with your friends and play sports, and I just, just don't think you should take it for granted and just throw it away. 
Okay, we'll be right back after these messages. Your sight is precious. Your eye care professional invaluable. Dr. Alan Harshman's Adams County Vision Center is conveniently located at 815 South 13th Street at Indicator. Dr. Harshman's experience combined with state-of-the-art technology assures you the finest eye care available. Dr. Harshman's Adams County Vision Center offers the latest in contact lenses and frames. Dr. Harshman and his staff look forward to seeing you for all your eye care needs. Call 724-4111. Welcome home. A new chapter doesn't mean you have to rewrite your entire life story. It only means you're ready to move forward into a lifestyle that's tailored to your needs and ambitions. At Adams Woodcrest, they go to great lengths to make your transition to a new and exciting lifestyle easy and carefree. Choose from one or two bedroom villas or apartments. Call or visit today. Adams Woodcrest, 1300 Mercer Avenue in Decatur. Member Adams Health Network. What is the centerpiece in your home this winter? A new gas fireplace or existing fireplace remodel by Hitzer will surely make your fireplace the centerpiece of your home that it's designed to be. Contact the professionals at Hitzer to talk about gas, wood, and anthracite fireplace options. Want to update the old brick fireplace you've always had? Stop by Hitzer to see barn beam mantles, custom wood mantles, stone veneer, and wood cabinets. Hitzer, your local fireplace design and patio experts. 269 East Main Street in Burn. Come to Decatur Hardware and Rental in Decatur Plaza for rental equipment that make quick work of big projects. We have a Mahindra tractor with loader and backhoe, tiller or grader box attachment, or a skid loader with bucket or breaker attachment. Need to get rid of stumps, dig a trench, or post holes? We have equipment for that. Your locally owned hardware store in the same location for 46 years. Decatur Hardware and Rental in the Decatur Plaza, your do-it-best store. Welcome back to Hitzer Stoves, Fireplaces, and Outdoor Patio Solutions High School Sports Weekly. I'm Randy Fudge, and here we're with the Belmont Boys basketball team and their head coach, Jonathan Filling. And we're going to have the guys real quick give a, a shout-out, and then we're going to pick some ball games. So, Peyton? I'd like to give a shout-out to my parents for you know, just being there for me, You know, always supporting me, always coming to my games, taking me everywhere when I couldn't drive, that kind of stuff. Um, coach Selking. Coach Selking was there for me. Uh, he was he was my freshman coach, and then you know he, he stuck with us like all the way all four years. He was always there for us. It was just a really cool experience. Great. Um, I guess I'll give a shout out to my dad first. Um, for uh, pushing uh, pushing me and uh, always being there for me and being my uh, number one supporter. Um, I want to give a shout out to our stat guy Paul Scheiman. Uh, probably sitting at home right now listening. Uh, love you, Paul. Um, and I guess I'll give a shout-out to Liz Scheiman, too. I might as well. Okay. Um, say shout-out to Cameron Vogelweed. Uh, he's responsible for our student section this year, and I think he did a really good job. Okay. I'm um, like Peyton. Shout-out to my parents for driving me places when I couldn't, always waiting the extra hours that I stayed after. Shout-out to my brothers for supporting me every game that they came to. Um, shout-out to Coach Sauer, especially, because – our sophomore year transitioning to the new coach, he really stuck with it, showed us the program, showed us the culture, how to actually work hard. And uh, just shout out to Coach Filling for always believing us and changing this program around. Okay. Mm, shout out to my parents and grandparents for making every game they could. And uh, also shout out to the student section for making this year really fun. All right, Aaron, we're going to pick some games here. We're going to go very quick in this section. Uh, let's, let's just go straight to uh, – well, we'll start out with 1A. Southern Wells, North Vermilion. You don't know anything about either team. About North you played Southern Wells, first game of the year. Let's go, let's go Southern Wells. Okay. All right. Two A. Westview, Bluffton. Sorry, Bluffton, but Westview. Okay. Three A. Marion and Angola. I'm going to have to go in. I'm Marion. And Delta and Tippecanoe Valley. Delta. Okay. And 4A, Northrop and Carmel. Hmm. Uh, Northrop. Ooh. Huntington North, Zionsville. Zionsville. Okay. And uh, Purdue Northwestern. Hopefully Northwestern. <laughs> <laughs> and Michigan State, Michigan. Uh, Michigan State. Okay. Same questions for you. 1A, Southern Wells, North Vermilion. Uh, North Vermilion, 
Okay, Westview, Bluffton. Westview for sure. Sorry, Bluffton. Marion, Angola. Marion. Delta. Tippy Valley. Delta. Delta. Okay. Do you pick? Are, who would you pick to win that regional? Who's in that regional? Those four teams: um, Marion, Angola, Delta, Tippecanoe Valley. The way I've seen Marion play, so I'm, I'm going to say Marion. Okay. Uh, Carmel, Northrop. Carmel. Zionsville and Huntington North. I think Zionsville will edge that one out. Okay, and Purdue Northwestern. Purdue, of course. Boiler up, right? Of course. And Michigan, Michigan State. Uh, Michigan. Okay, we got one apiece there. Brady. Southern Wells, North Vermillion. Uh, Southern Wells. Westview, Bluffton. Westview. Marion, Angola. Marion. Delta. Tippy Valley. Delta. 4A, Northrop Carmel. Carmel. Huntington North, Zionsville. Uh, Huntington North. Okay, Purdue, Northwestern. Northwestern. Oh. <laughs> okay, Michigan, Michigan State. Michigan State. Okay. Cade, Southern Wells, North Vermillion. Got to go with North Vermillion. Westview, Bluffton. Uh, sorry, Coach Benedict, but Westview all day. And he's a, he's a family friend too, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, Marion, Angola? Uh, probably Marion. Delta, Tippy Valley? Delta. Okay, Northrop, Carmel? I'm going to go with Carmel. Huntington North, Zionsville? Huntington North. Hey, there you go. Somebody picked the Vikings. They have a very good coach themselves. Yeah. yeah. Mr. Mm-hmm. Teagle, yes. from, former of Jay County. Okay, Purdue, Northwestern? Oh, Northwestern for sure, all day. Okay, and Michigan, <laughs> Michigan State? Where's that at? East Lansing? East Lansing. Michigan State. All right, Peyton, last one. We'll start with the college games for you. All right. Michigan, Michigan State. Michigan State. Purdue Northwestern. Northwestern by 50. Well, there is no <laughs> there is no Purdue love here except for you, Jordan. <laughs> yeah. Northrop Carmel. Carmel. Huntington North Zionsville. Zionsville. Marion Angola. Marion. Delta Tippy Valley. Delta. Westview Bluffton. Westview. Southern Wells, North Vermillion. Southern Wells. All right. So we have one person picking the Raiders. Uh, I would li- I would like to see Southern Wells win that regional, but I don't think they're going to. Westview and Bluffton. There's no there's no Tiger love here. Uh, that would be a huge upset if that happened. In 3A now we have Marion, Angola, Delta, and Tippy Valley. And if you had to pick one of those four teams. How many of you would say Delta would win the regional? You're all Marion? You've seen Marion play. You have Delta? Well, guess what? Let me shake your hand because I, I have Delta as well. 4A, Northrop, Carmel, Huntington North, or Zionsville? Carmel, the Greyhounds. And Who's that guy that – oh, wait. Former Carmel Greyhound is uh, – Ryan Klein for the Purdue Boilermakers. Had to sneak that in for for my Purdue fan there. (laughs) But uh, anyway, Jonathan Filling, take the microphone back there at the end. Last last thing here. We don't want any anti-Purdue stuff going over over the airwaves. That's right. Michigan State, Michigan. Uh, I tell you what, I enjoy watching both coaches. You know, um, Coach Izzo and Coach Beeline are two coaches that I really try to watch a lot of just because of the way that they coach and uh, the way they pride themselves on, on the team's playing defense. And as much as I'd like to say Michigan for one of my buddies out there, Sean, sorry, but I'd, I'd have to go with Michigan State on that. Well, it pains me to disagree with you because I like Michigan State, and I always have, back to the Scotty Skiles era, for those of you that are only Jonathan knows about. But uh, – Nick Ward is coming back for that game on Saturday. He's been out with a broken hand, and I, I think that uh, that might have a negative influence on the Spartans on, on, on Saturday. So I'm going to pick the Wolverines with my mind, but with my heart I'm cheering for the Spartans. But uh, we'd like to thank you guys, thank every one of you for coming up on the show tonight. It's been uh, fun. It's been entertaining. And, uh, Jonathan, thank you for making the effort to, to bring these guys up. And we, we enjoy watching and broadcasting uh, your, your games. 
Well, we appreciate the community support, and, and and I couldn't thank these four seniors any more than I already have. It's just a, it's a great accomplishment for them in terms of what they've done this season, and I know only good things lie ahead for them. All right. Thank you for listening, and we'll uh, see you next week.